Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. I want to hear one word out of your mouth, Adam, and that word is? Dora. Dora. The Explorer. Did you? Well, the plan was initially to watch two. I just I just want to hear a yes or no. But yet, Dora, Dora was the second one, and it's the one that happened. Yes. So scary stories didn't happen. Nobody and the cares kitchen, about scary stories. The kitchen stories. did no. not Nobody. happen. No. Okay. But Dora, in fact. By the way, happened. reviews on the kitchen from Rotten Tomatoes did not expect it to be in the twenties. There, usually Rotten Tomatoes is a pretty good indicator. Like, there's been a couple of times that I've pretty adamantly disagreed. Um, the first Ninja Turtles movie, the the one made back in like the eighties, not. Uh-huh. Not the most the recent one I was Bay influenced mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um I like it was pretty harsh on it. It was just like blah blah stupid cartoon and video game. But I was also nine at the time. So I, I was in fact the audience and, that and was made. Were you for. reading Rotten Tomatoes then? Um I don't think it existed. The only Rotten Tomatoes yeah. I was reading uh-huh. was actual Rotten, rotten tomatoes. tomatoes. So you think that the kitchen probably is kind of eh then? Um, a lot of times comic book adaptations that are not like Marvel or DC are very hit or miss. Like sometimes you get a Constantine, um, sometimes you get a road to perdition and Mm -hmm. sometimes you get Jonah Hex. So, I mean, it, it may be terrible, like, Mm -hmm. cause there's a handful of stuff from DC's vertigo line and that apparently is not one that, uh, that hit home with everyone. Mm. It did not speak or reverberate for them. So... Did it, did it, Dora. So tell me about Dora. It's not called Dora the Explorer. It's, no, it's like, like Dora. Dora in the Golden City, I think, is the name Isn't of it. Or Golden something. Skull, Lost City, Temple of Doom. Dora and the Temple of Doom, is that it? I will say whomever uh, made this, it's a, well, it's a Bobbin, James Bobbin, the guy that did um, the most recent Muppet films mm-hmm. is the guy that directed Oh, so there's funny in here. Uh, there, it, I will say the film is, is better than than what I was expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. Lauren wanted to see it, and I figured... And she is nine. And, uh, well, she she's almost... She's she's coming up on the precipice of 10, but, like, uh. I, I'm just saying, like, she's she's right at the perfect age uh, for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, going into it, I, I do not know a lot about the source material. I did not watch... <laughs> A lot. Uh, I didn't read any of the Dora graphic novels or... Now, I can tell you an enormous amount about Dora. I prefer Diego. Um, Better hair, better theme song, more fun with animals. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper never learned. But I know more Dora-isms. I know about the bug-a-bug-a-bug. And I know... I know well, about backpack, backpack. They definitely acknowledge their heritage. I'm going to call it for mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Like at one point, somebody even comments uh, when Swiper comes in there, and they go, "Why is that fox wearing a mask? Was do I really need to differentiate it between any other foxes that can speak or walk on their hind <laughs> legs?" And I'm like, "Well, he makes a good point. Like they're they're very aware of the fact that like the series." That it's based on doesn't necessarily translate directly. Mm-hmm. You can't just do a perfect adaptation of that to get the film. Like at one point, Dora looks at the camera and goes, can you say this? <laughs> and her dad, who is played by uh, Michael Pena, uh-huh. um, just kind of looks behind him like that and goes, what, what, are, you, what are you looking at, sweetie? Um, <laughs> so like, if you if you do know... 
if you do know anything about uh, like Dora, like I said, there there's another sequence where they get into these. Uh, I'm assuming they're probably like hallucinogenic flowers, and like when they explode, they're like, "Oh, cover your mouth! You can't get the spores like in there. They're probably poisonous." And then like uh, Diego has accidentally, apparently, just swallowed some of them whole, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I feel weird." And he looks at Dora, and Dora has a cartoon head now. Oh, that's hilarious! And then Dora, she's like. You just kind of see her eyes get really wide, and now Diego has mm-hmm. a cartoon like, and basically they become their ca- cartoon counterparts that like that this spawned from. And there's a sequence of them basically all in uh, cartoon form, mm-hmm. for for lack of a better term. So like, there's a lot of really clever stuff going on here that you normally wouldn't like. When I saw uh, Follow That Bird back in the day, I don't remember thinking. Wow, this film is very clever. <laughs> I'm not I'm not insulting Jim Henson. I'm not insulting that movie, but like Follow That Bird didn't surprise like it was pretty pretty much in line when I was a kid that when I saw that with what I was thinking. You're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about the movies. This one, Dora. Um from a, a a child standpoint, Lauren enjoyed the movie a lot. Uh, f- as an adult, there were things there that I could be amused by, mm-hmm. but like looking at it from a, as a film standpoint, it seems to be want to be a lot of different films, and it never really picks which film it wants to be. Like mm-hmm. um, at the a little Spy Kids in there, I think. Um, I think you could maybe get a little bit of that. Okay, like, for example, at the beginning of the movie, um, Dora, uh, her parents are going away to look for something. Because they're, they're archaeologists. And, and she's like, okay, you're um, you're going to have to go to the city, mm-hmm. like, while we're there. You can't just stay here in the jungle by yourself. Like, you know, we're explorers. We've got to go do this. So Dora goes to, uh, it's, I, I want to say it's like San Diego or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in California. So you have almost this kind of like crocodile Dundee esque mm-hmm. situation because Dora, like uh, the first day she goes into school, like they've got her backpack and they're like, "What's this?" And she's like, "That's a flare in case I get lost." And they're like, "What's this? That's my that's my tent that can uh, sustain this. What's that? Oh, those are my uh, 40, 40 days worth of rations in case I get like just." And the guy's like, "You can't carry." any of this into there and he's like and they're like but you let me keep my yo-yo this is deadly <laughs> just like so like you've got it's it's very much dora's like oh you want to see a knoff uh-huh. this is a knoff um and then you, whenever she settles in at the school um it almost becomes kind of this uh diego is not um, embracing like you know the, being an explorer or anything like that and he's actually kind of embarrassed of Dora. Dora's very much like this optimist and, and like mm-hmm. he just he just wants to be at school. He doesn't want to stick out. So you've almost got this weird like lethal weapon where one of oh. them one of them's just like listen Dora, this is the way you do it. This is the and Dora's over here just going, "Oh, no. I can do this." Like mm-hmm. she's almost like this really tame like Riggs and Diego is is Murtog mm-hmm. in this. He's just getting too old for that. And well, I mean, yeah, except yeah, he's yeah. except he's not even eighteen. So. Right. Um, well, I got that. I'm glad you said what you said because just from watching the trailer, and I watched Dora originally under duress because you know when your kids are the age where Dora is all they want, you are at an age where they're sleeping a little more. They can say words, but man, you're tired. 
you're still really tired. But Dora often gives you a few minutes peace. So I have like a love-hate thing going on. And for some reason, I just bonded with Diego. I thought the stories were better, more realistic. However, in the trailer for this, I saw enough where it's like they know what they're doing with this. It looked like I wouldn't want to stick a fork in my eye to go see the movie and would willingly watch it. Well, like I said, the uh, James Bobbin, the guy that had done uh, Muppets, Most Wanted, and The Muppets is the guy that did this. So, like, I-, I never felt like the Muppets or Muppets Most Wanted were speaking down to me. Like, I kind of felt like it was a film that mixed the 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 adult with, like, the child and made a film that both people could enjoy. Um at one point, like even like and as much as like we were criticizing Hobbs and Shaw for stealing the plot to Mission Impossible 2, this film has essentially stolen the plot from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, her father has his it's not a grail diary, but it's a she he sends him his her note or his notes to Dora um, and she has to use those. So, again, it's the child trying to reunite with their parent, um, they're going into the junk. Like, you can definitely... T- whoever saw this really enjoyed the Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. And, and well, and again, who who of us watched the Indiana Jones movies and didn't enjoy them? I There's, there's a phrase I've never heard. You know that Indiana Jones? I just... Uh, I didn't care for it. it uh, Harrison Ford is not my cup of tea, and Raiders of the Lost Ark is just a dumb movie. I, mm. I, I hate to say it. So, it's got 81% at Rotten Tomatoes. It has made 17 million ish so far. It cost 49 million to make. I have no doubt it's going to reach 50 in the next couple of weeks. Well, and the, that number is probably yes. just the domestic numbers, is yes. it not? Okay. Yes. Plus, like you're talking about home video, mm-hmm. uh, video on demand, like eventually they're going to sell the rights to you know right. TNT HBO like th- it's a this Nickelodeon film, thing this film definitely ends up like in the green it's a i think it's a paramount nickelodeon mm-hmm. uh venture so i am assuming it's set up for there to be more if if there need to be more yes, yes. they they're the no, no one is dead um you know there well, any tragic happening dora but well i mean this is the film mm-hmm. so like you know bigger stuff happens but I, i'm just saying like there's no tragic deaths or anything like that. Um, Eva Longoria also plays mm-hmm. her mother. And I, I've always found it entertaining, especially in kids' films, when you get these... Like, Michael Pena is a hysterical guy. And so he, does he do his character from um, Ant-Man? No. Because that would I, be awesome. I, well, I'm just... He's a... Regardless of what film he's in, even if he's not being the character from Ant-Man, which all of us, I think, quite frankly, would be fine with him always being. Yes. If, if instead of casting Michael Pena, you just, ca- you just cast... Character from Ant-Man. Everyone would be okay with that. Like, yeah. he's got probably, I'd say, maybe 20 minutes at most of screen time. But, like, there's this one point where he tries to explain to her what the city's like mm-hmm. and what it's going to be like when she gets there. It's one of the best parts of the movie. Oh, great. But it, it reminds me of, like, the Harry Potter movies. When you have a virtual who's who of British actors, mm-hmm. and they are relegated to, like, maybe a third of the movie, maybe a fourth. And these other kid actors... Are are just taking up the you know the other eighty ninety percent of the film, mm-hmm. but you like I said, you have some really just ridiculous talent, and they're just like, oh hey, we're here for a cameo. All right, the kids are taking back over. Zoom. 
Swiper, no swiping. And the voice of Swiper is, oh, Swiper just goes, <laughs> right? Well, no, he actually has. Oh, this one talks? Has dialogue. I'm not. I don't, I'm, I don't remember. I don't he, recognize the. Is he jailed for his actions? Um, the, if, if it is, it's in a deleted scene that may be revealed okay. on the Blu-ray. <laughs> Swiper, back to Oz. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they have, maybe they have like, like a little, like one well, of those. Wait a minute, let me call HBO. <laughs> they'll just be like, well, it's not normally something. Wait, we own Sesame Street, whatever, we can do this. <laughs> so, not horrible for the adults and the ages that it's aimed at will love it, you would think. The, the, the target demographic like I think are in and mm-hmm. as far like I've seen a lot of Drek as a parent there's a lot of stuff that like I was just like this this hurts like uh, the emoji movie I think uh, Epic like was a movie that I was just like oh uh, I don't even this this that? needs to stop yeah like there's a lot of stuff that I've seen like uh, what was the other one um, came out recent I want to say Ugly Dolls like, oh yes, like Canyon that did looks, look awful. Canyon looks at me and he's like, "Can we see that?" And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "I hope not." <laughs> but I, did, I didn't. I'm like, "Sure, we'll we'll try, buddy." <laughs> but th- this this again is a film that, as an adult, like you you probably won't seek out on your own. But if you are forced to attend, mm-hmm. there's a lot worse ways that you could spend your time. Right, and the kids will like it. For some reason, when you you. Tell me about you and Canyon. In my mind, you're holding um, Godfather's 2 or Ugly Dolls, and you're trying to convince him not to see the animated one. Well, I'm, it fails. I'm really, I'm really doing my best to try to give him like a well-rounded, like even when I'm trying to get him to watch kids' movies. Like You, you got to brainwash him right. I'm saying, and you have to do it like young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, you do. And you have to do it subtly because if you're super excited about it, they're going to sense that you want them to like it and then they're going to back away. So like if I want them to watch Jurassic Park, I just got to be low key about it. Yeah. Like, after you get them in with Jurassic Park, I'm like, I'm telling you, you like you like that. I've got a movie. It's basically about a T-Rex in the water. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, it's Jaws. And they're like, it's about a T-Rex in the water. I'm like, it's like a T-Rex. <laughs> I'm just, that's how you got you just you kind of gotta like yeah. just slide him in with that and then you're just like well you like that do you, um, do you like Diego because I got this other guy named Indiana Jones kind of like him and he murders Nazis and they're like what are Nazis and I'm like that's right you're six you don't know what Nazis are come here <laughs> let me tell you about the Nazi like you just that's, yes and yes. So, Dora the Explorer, not a bad way to spend time with your family. Uh, going as an adult alone, weird. Just gonna put it oh, there. yeah. You would have stood out and yes. probably gotten uh, CPS called on mm-hmm. you or some somebody. Like, this is not the kind of theater you need to walk in by yourself, not accompanied uh, by a child yeah. or, or a written note of why you're there <laughs> and you're over the age of 30. So, do you know what's coming out next week? Because I have no idea. Um, there was nothing that especially caught my, like, again, we're getting into a period of time. I know where they, for those who don't realize it, you know, you've got the summer blockbusters and there's probably one or two more big ones. And then they're going to hold on to everything because they want to wait for the holiday money and the Oscar consideration. Well, maybe you get like a good, like, like, uh, last year, uh, in October, they launched, uh, Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. That did some, like maybe you get like kind of a scary film in Halloween, but like November is really the next time that 
it's kind of your prime blockbuster mm-hmm. season. So you may get two or three there. And then obviously right around December, that's like when uh, Aquaman, yeah. Bumblebee, Mary Poppins returns. That Like you've got your prime sets of kind of the big and movies. And this is a Star Wars Christmas, so. Yeah. Like so most movies are going to be intelligent enough to steer clear of Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even even the even your least successful Star Wars movie still made almost six hundred million dollars. So, like, when your weakest link is a six hundred million dollar dud, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, like, that's that's still a pretty good track record. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we've got some potential duds, or maybe a delightful surprise for you next week. Who knows? I don't, but that's why I tune in. Every week, because Adam has time for movies in his life of leisure. And leisure. I appreciate that. Leisure. <laughs> you're, you're adorable. I want to I I pat your head and pinch your cheek. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.